0: This episode of the Quick Pop Podcast is fueled by Balls Garana Soda. Balls Garana is a highly caffeinated premium soda that is infused with the natural Garana Berry for an incredible taste and a super caffeinated kick. Balls has fueled the days and nights of gamers and wrestling fans alike for over 25 years. Balls Garana is available in seven amazing flavors, including Ball's original soda, cherry, root beer, orange, ginger ale, Cherry Cola and Balls Zero Sugar. Flavors are offered in the iconic 10 ounce Bumpy Bottle or the sleek 16 ounce can. For a limited time, Balls will offer listeners free shipping on your next order when you purchase at www.balls.com. Use code QUICKPOP at checkout to receive free shipping on your order. Great.
1: It's the Freak Phone, and here's the Party Freak. Freddy Freaker, dancing new sensation, grabbing the nation, doing the Freak Call now. 1-900-490-FREAK. This is the Quick Pop Podcast where we're calling 1-900-490-FREAK because it's the freak phone. It's Freddy Freaker, the dancing new sensation. What's happening? What's jamming? Party till you drop. and hear the action. What's hot and what's not? Call now. 1-900-490-FREAK. $2 a call. But it doesn't cost anything to call us because we don't have a hotline. But you know who is hot? Ace. You know who else is hot? Jake. You know who else is also hot? Why, it's your boy Raunchy. We are the Quick Pop Podcast. Here to join the party the fast and easy way. Hear what is scamming from New York to LA. Call now. 1-900-490-FREAK. $2 a call. But don't call because no one's going to be picking up. But you can drop us a DM or drop us a reply on many of our social medias. But we're not going to talk about that right now. We're going to talk about that at the end of the show. By the way, where's Marco Stunt? Who knows? Why don't you call the hotline? Call now. 1-900-490-FREAK. Join the party the fast and easy way. Freddy Freaker, Dancing New Sensation. It's the Freak Phone, and here's the Party Freak. But we're not going to be talking about that right now. We have a lot to cover. We're going to be talking about ROH. We're going to be talking about John Gresham and the big the big cat that's on the billboard. The big cat that's on the billboard with that hotline number, 1-900-490-FREAK. Call now. Vince McMahon retires. But with me, of course, as usual... I got Jake, I got Ace. I am also Ron and let's go ahead and start the show. How are you doing guys? You know, Ron, how
2: many times after have I after told you? To stop you... trying to workshop Scott Steiner's new intro music on this podcast. He won't call you back. I don't even you know. Listen? I don't yeah. can I tell,
1: I tell you? you you're of the Freak hearing... song. He's
2: not going to come out to Ron. He's not going to come out of retirement. It's a great song.
1: Yeah, Big Papa Pump needs to be the Party Freak.
0: After hearing you ramble on for like a minute, it occurred to me that's not a legal phone number,
1: no, not anymore. They don't have nine hundred numbers anymore. I don't think
0: well, also it's an eleven digit number,
1: yeah, it's one nine hundred four nine oh freak. F R E A K. It's the freak phone. One two three phone. That's, one two that's, three four. The freak is coming at your that's, door. That's Five six kind of, seven eight. You're gonna. Wa- <laughs> that's
0: kind of my point. <laughs> You're gonna want to feel great.
1: Call now, Freddie Freaker, the dancing new sensation. It so literally
0: many, is like not a proper phone number. Like hey, so, I mean,
1: look, so, it, it, you had to. It's one nine hundred one nine hundred four nine zero freak. Call now. What's happening? What's jamming? Hey, Party till you drop. Dallas to hear the action what's hot and what's not call now hey two dollars a call
2: hey so what's the over or under on how many people have turned off the podcast already
0: uh it's highly
2: over yeah that's what i
0: figured like
2: that's what i figured I like, think like, we're, the, like
1: like
0: we've
2: gone over or we are over no like uh, the, no, the only people that are left over. listening are probably members of your family ron it's okay so
1: wow, so that's putting
0: right. a stretch on it
1: so is, the people that are now listening the the people that are now listening are no longer human but you would probably say that they're ghosts marco stunt a eh?
0: that's a bit of a stretch but i'll allow it
1: okay yeah so ghosts listen to this podcast
2: well of course they always have and always will we are very you know who but you know who el- you know else listens to podcasts
1: podcast. like,
2: what's that freaks
1: Freaks listen to this podcast. The ones that that come out at night? (laughs) They they are grabbing the nation, doing the freak. You got to join the party the fast and easy way. Hear what's scamming from New York to LA. Call now, 1 900 490 Freak. It's $2 a call.
0: Ron, I'm going to be going to bed tonight. And that's (laughs) just going (laughs) to pop into my head. The freak
1: is going to be knocking on your door. He's going to say hello.
2: Ron, so now, you killed Ace. Ace was like, man, I want to talk about, about Vince. I want to talk about RH. All this stuff's happening in wrestling. Ron just went on this tribe, and Ace is like, I'm good.
1: No, yeah, I mean, if I'm killing Ace, he's going to become a ghost, and probably you could say hi to Marcus Stunt for me. No, and my biggest problem is, is, I was like... Or what I about Tony like, Khan? What about him? I don't know if you're going to be talking to ghosts when you talk to Tony Khan.
0: Well, apparently, Tony. according to some people, Tony Khan doesn't even talk to some people.
1: Oh yo, Tony Khan's a ghost. Ooh, Uh, spooky. How can how can you ghost? How can you ghost a former ROH world champion? How can you do that?
0: Apparently, really easily.
1: Okay, you (laughs) want to get into it?
0: I want to get into it.
1: Let's get into it. Jake, let's and get into let's it. See okay. <laughs> Jake, no, let's see, okay, Jake. Jake, let's get I'm, into it. Jake, you're like let's... our resident ROH person. Like, I don't I, like. I, I'm gonna let know. you take was, care I was, of it. I, yeah, I, I spent like, the know. first like so, ten minutes Saturday, like rambling. Saturday night.
2: <laughs> that got Let me get into Is that. It.
0: What you called that? <laughs> so
2: Saturday <laughs> night, uh, was ROH's death before dishonor. Um, for anyone that didn't watch the show, very good pay per view. Uh, the. The pre-show was good. Um, Like, banger match after banger match. uh, Roosh and Dragon Lee was freaking great. Joe and Jay Lethal delivered. Um, The main event, uh, FTR Briscoe's two out of three falls. Uh, If you haven't watched that match or the original FTR versus the Briscoe's, go out of your way to watch them. They're both very good, and they both hold up very, very, very well. Um, yeah. However, what what the boys were referring to is the pay per view starts, and surprisingly, you hear that old familiar music from Claudio Casanova, Casanoli, excuse me, um, followed by Grisham's music, and we are going to have the world title match first, which already, you know, puts a little bit of that's odd, but you know,
1: well, it, it wasn't kinda... it wasn't odd because I mean. The biggest match on the card was FTR and the Briscoes too. So
2: it 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 I didn't see it as odd. Honestly, it was. Well, I thought it was odd to put it on first. Not I didn't think it was going to go on last, but I didn't think it was going to go on first.
1: But then
2: Grisham came out. Uh, You know, was it good? Ron.
1: (laughs) Sorry. Uh, So that was like the
0: longest like polite (laughs) silence that we've ever done. Like
1: I mean. Here at the Quick Pop Podcast, we pride ourselves on having an immense amount of manners. So, you know, congratulations yeah, to Jake yeah. and Ace and myself. Uh, Did you say because, immense you know, amount of manners? Uh, immense amount of manners. Yeah, you say that three times fast. Dial no, the I action and what's hot and what's not. She called said an
0: immense amount of manners.
1: One four eight zero three. We're never not going talked back to
2: it. over each other on this podcast ever. So I
1: don't know why never. you're acting like we're not the best of friends. I don't know why like we, we would track ever track talk
0: on top of each other. So that would just be a ridiculous thing like
1: Years ago. Uh, was it the whole Seth Rollins, um, Brock Lesnar thing, where Brock Lesnar's like, well, if I'm not coming on last, I'm coming first, and so they came first. Was that WrestleMania
0: yes. or was that? Uh... Oh, it was
1: definitely WrestleMania. It was uh the New York yeah, WrestleMania. It was, uh,
2: Brock and Seth. Oh yeah, 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 it was Brock yeah. And Seth. yeah. but anyway, but I knew um, it was Brock.
0: Like I knew Brock was a part of it. But one of the Brock's
2: main things that like. Kind of the giveaway <laughs> that something was off was when Grisham came out, he's just wearing a t shirt over his tights, you know, and with the belt and everything. Grisham always comes out with his jacket, his uh octopus skeleton mat, like
0: yeah, his like Cthulhu mask off. and stuff,
2: yes, It's Cthulhu mask. Yes, something seemed off. Um, the match was good, uh, uh, yeah, I. I I'd say maybe I was hoping it'd be a little better, but for what it was, it was a darn good match. And Claudio, I didn't get a chance to see
0: it. Was it like, was it, did it have some length to it or was it like shorter than
2: expected? It was was not a short match. I'd say it went a good, what do you think Ron? Like 20
1: minutes? Almost 15. Almost 15. It was
2: 15. Almost 15. Okay. I was thinking 15, 20.
1: Almost 15. Um, Yeah. Let me go ahead and look it up real quick.
2: Uh, but, yeah, so, but Claudio is your new r o h world champion, um which isn't a big surprise, but man, to be honest, I was really hoping Tony would try to merge old r o h with new r o h and let Grisham go on this tier of beating old r o h guys, and it would take him to Grisham versus uh Brian Danielson, which would be an amazing um just uh, submissions match tactical match like oh it would just be great
0: especially since he recently announced that he was cleared
2: yes he did at comic-con uh he's going to be on uh dynamite wednesday uh i think he's wrestling against uh, daniel garcia yeah
1: it is oh by the way it's uh, 11 minutes and 30 seconds
2: okay so it was a little shorter than i thought it was
1: um yeah a little over 10 minutes
2: yeah well then that was really short compared you know for for a title match
1: okay uh for some reason
2: i thought it went at least 15 i guess i was wrong
1: um i I thought so too
2: but but yeah so like he came out just in a t-shirt that was a little off i kind of was hoping for like i said for more out of his title reign with this new rh leadership um and then the news came out after the show uh i think about the next day that grisham has asked for his release from awroh that in doing so, like people saw him in the back, like yelling and cussing at Tony Khan. And then it comes out he didn't even know he was dropping the title till the day of the show. Um, that he hadn't really had much communication with Tony through the whole run of ROH. Um, he didn't know Claudio was going to be his opponent until I think either the day of the Rampage taping. Or maybe the week before that, he may have got a little more noticed on. I can't remember the time frame there, but just very little communication between Grisham and Tony, and even his
1: manager changed.
2: Yes. Oh, you know. Oh, also, also that's another thing. Um, the day of that show, um, uh, Tully Blanchard left AEW. I don't know if he left or was released or so. I don't I know. Oh, uh, uh, w- uh,
1: one thing, one thing that they said it was. Uh, Tully's like prison something. Uh, I think he does like sermons for prisons and whatnot. I don't exactly recall, but yeah, uh, yeah. Tully Blanchard uh, had, I guess like conflict of interest or something like that, like schedules got in the way. And so what they did is they had Prince Nana uh, come in and say he purchased Tully Blanchard enterprises and that he is reprising the embassy Along with uh, Gates of Agony and Brian Cage, but is hmm. and John Cretton,
2: is Tony Blanchard
1: released? I don't think Tully Blanchard is released, but okay. Tully Blanchard is off doing his own thing right now.
2: Okay, because somebody uh, I've read something somewhere that said, said they thought uh, Tully also got released. I wasn't sure if that was true or not. Um,
1: as far as yeah, as so, far as we know, Noma got released just yet. Everything is okay. like right now, just like court of public opinion. There hasn't been a statement saying John Gresham has been released. Tony Blanchard has been released. Any of that yet? Well, we all know that.
0: uh, We all know that Gresham's not released. He's just asked for it.
2: Yes. 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 Correct. I just think uh, this is kind of a bigger issue right now because when ROH first came out, we even talked about this on the podcast when Tony bought it. It's like, man, they can use that like NXT They can put, you know, put a few like uh, established guys and then like make it just like developmental and all that. Um, And we were talking about like you could put Arn Anderson out there. You could put uh, 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 William Regal and all that. The second it came out that Tony's like, no, 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 I'm going to run that too. This is exactly what I worried about. He is stretching himself too thin trying to do head of creative for ROH, for Dynamite, for Rampage, for Dark, for all of this. And he needs to put someone in the position to run the other stuff because the fact that Grisham like barely talked to Tony Khan would be fine if like William Regal was like kind of running the day-to-day of ROH, right? Because then he can be like, oh, I barely Mm -hmm. talked to Tony Khan. It's like, yeah, but Regal kind of runs the day-to-day, so you don't need to talk to Khan. You need to talk to Regal, you know? Um, Well, I think that's what they were
1: saying uh, that – he that he was supposed to go through the coaches and i think there was a report that he talked to uh qt marshall uh instead of tony khan that he talked to i think i think he might have talked to arn or he talked to someone that was that had um like relations i don't think he talked to christopher daniels because i think christopher daniels strictly deals with aew but we yes. could be seeing yeah. other people take that role in roh But the fact Uh, of the matter is, uh, there was a there was miscommunication between uh, Gresham, uh, Marshall, and Khan.
0: Yeah, and which is unfortunate because it like we'll get into it in a little bit, but like this is probably the worst time for there to be like cracks in the armor, so to speak.
2: But I think there's. I think there will always be cracks. Yes, but yes, like, but I think like cracks have been
0: before, before they were the shining beacon while. that could do no wrong.
2: Well, I mean, listen, now, whenever <laughs> no, no. <laughs> when, when, whenever you're the new kid on the block, you have this newness to you, and it's always you can do no wrong until you hit some sort of speed bump. Everyone's going to do it.
0: Oh, for sure. But, but the, the, but that's what I'm saying is like there's, there's just getting into the point where, you know, oh, it, you know, the, the newness has run off, the new toyness has run off, you know, we're starting to see the realness. What I more meant is, like, the timing of this is not good for them. At all.
2: At all. I don't think, in all honesty, I don't think the timing of anything that's happening in either company is really good um, for either oh, company. No, but... we, can, we, we, we can get more into that uh, later. But, like, I do think there is a sense of good and bad right now in both. Um, I think this is a crack. It's it's showing to me, it's showing that Tony is prioritizing certain guys over others, which listen, you're going to do that, but you need to find a way to communicate or you need to make sure that the people that you put in charge of being the go-between are taking care of this stuff. Now, listen, listen, gr- I love Grisham as a wrestler. Grisham could, could be in the wrong in this. He could be. We don't know all the information. But it seems to me that, he, like any performer, he went to work and then was told, oh, yeah, you're dropping the title. Well, that's probably something he should have known before the day of. And he probably should have known his opponent a little sooner. And he maybe should have known his schedule a little sooner. You know, like, there's, there's a bunch of things that, like, I get why he's frustrated with scheduling and whatnot. Um, and it's sad because because of these scheduling uh, conflicts, it may cost ROH slash AEW a really good talent because Gresham is super fun to watch in that ring. And if he goes to let's say an so, Impact Wrestling, Impact Wrestling would have gotten a really, really good talent.
1: Now here's well, a hot take that I've yeah. been reading uh, online: is that Gresham is good. Gresham is great. But Gresham is not a draw.
0: Hmm. Okay, That's yeah, interesting.
2: That. Uh, here's the thing, though: has he been given the opportunity to be a draw? Because you have to think, when he finally became the ROH champion, the company disintegrated. Then, while he is ROH champion, he's had to just go to indie shows and defend that title because there have only been for God's sake he was at shows. he
0: was at Memphis.
2: He was at Memphis. Yeah, I mean, he he was doing the whole uh, tour of doing um, indie shows with the title, um, with uh, you know, our, with basically ROH defenses, and he's now started his own indie company in a uh, Terminus, um, which is which really I think good. has I'm
1: now happy. also folded.
2: Has it? I think it Terminus. Uh, uh,
1: the Terminus Twitter account is no longer there.
2: Really. They just did their third show. Yeah. It was him and Takahashi. I figured that that would have drew, drew. Okay. Then if that is kind of fold, what now is it folding because it wasn't drawing or is it folding because there are rumors that he may just step away from wrestling?
1: That's something that I,
0: I, it's, it's hard to say because, well, that's just it. So yeah. what you were saying earlier, like he's going to go to an impact or something, but I read an interview where Gresham stated that like, He's good with wrestling right now. Like, he's he's not worrying about it.
2: Oh, I was just throwing out Impact, like, if they were to lose him to another company, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Company right. about,
0: I was saying that the reports and the articles are saying, like, he's good. He's done. Like, uh, that he yeah. won't end up somewhere else because like he's he wants to wash his up.
1: hands clean. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's hanging it
0: up. Nothing official, obviously, because, you know, he's not even out of his current contract, but he was stating that, like, mm, you know what? I'm I'm good.
1: But we won't we won't know anything until later on. There's nothing set in stone. There's nothing. It, it's all just hearsay uh, for right now and reports from other people. It's not like coming from Khan himself or coming from uh, uh, John Gresham himself. Um, yeah. So it's all just like media speculation, which, you know, that is something that we have to do as, you know, podcasters. We have to speculate. We have to kind of see what the A, B, and C is uh, based off of the actions of certain performers and certain booking and all of that. But, um, yeah, it, like from the reports that I've been seeing, uh, again, nothing set in stone, Gresham is not going to be focusing on wrestling uh, for the near future,
2: which is a shame. I I really enjoy Jonathan Gresham, um. But I mean, it's you know, if he doesn't feel, if he's feel, feel feels like he's given more to wrestling than wrestling's given to him, then yeah, maybe he should step back and try to take a look at what he wants to do.
1: Yeah, but um, now speaking of like stuff that is not set in stone, stuff that uh has been kind of too al- kind of alluded to um we do have stuff that is set in stone if you want to go with it jake um about the Fed, about the dub um, so Vince mcMahon oh, are
2: we going are we going to talk about the gold standard no. now are we, are we is this
1: a money podcast now we're going to talk about the blue standard sasha banks. Um, oh. no, um, <laughs> no, but, uh, Vince McMahon at 77, I believe 77 or 78, 77, 76, 77, 78, 77? Okay. 77. Okay. 77, freak. Um, he has retired from the WWE. He is no longer in charge and I effective immediately since that announcement uh, Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan are both co CEOs and today That's uh, on Monday a idea. yeah but uh they're saying that there there is a bit of a working relationship between Stephanie and uh and Nick Khan so we want to see how that plays out but uh the one of the biggest things today uh on Monday was that Bruce Prichard was relieved of his uh head of creative duties and on top of that, uh Triple H Paul Levesque is taking on the role of uh talent relations and head of creative for the WWE. And that is a big, big deal. They're they say that they're gonna slowly shake it up, but they're making major moves already uh with Vince retiring. But I, it, it's going to be it's going to be a wild um year for the WWE because for the first time I think this at the end of this week we have SummerSlam, correct?
2: Yes, this coming
1: Saturday. Uh this will be the first show without Vince. And well uh- uh, we-
2: Raw from the Garden will technically be the first show without Vince, and then SummerSlam will be the first... Well, I mean, uh, like, a,
1: like a paper... Uh, the premium live event without Vince. No, you said it right the first time. What? Premium pape, live event? Said, I know. You know um, no, you said you said. I, I love the pape. The pape. It's, it's um, the pape. But yeah, no, Here here's the thing. So, Vince McMahon has retired. Vince McMahon, the guy that has become the face of wrestling in the past like 30 or so years uh, finally let go of the reins. And we honestly uh, didn't, I didn't see this coming because he kept on, he, he no sold everything that was going on with like the allegations and whatnot. He no sold it like nobody's business. And, you know, there has been rumors, there has been allegations, there has been uh, investigations into uh, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Um, but the big thing is that he stepped down, he stepped down, he retired effective immediately. He retired. And this is before the Madison square garden show for raw, which we all know Vince loves Madison square garden. He loves the MSG. That is like his, that is his home base. If
0: it's there the was a home space.
1: base for WWE. Yes. Madison Square Garden is synonymous with with Vince McMahon and wrestling. And the fact that he is not even going to be present at this show says that there is something incredibly, incredibly wrong with uh, some of this backstage, like, legal aspects of what uh, Vince has done. But before we get into that, how do you feel about Vince uh, retiring and the legacy that he has left behind? Uh, for his daughter, and uh, as CM Punk would call, doofus son-in-law.
2: Do you want to go first, Ace, or do you want me to go? I guess I'll go. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. I guess when you when you first go with what uh, I guess hits you first um, was obviously shock. Like, yes, he's facing allegations, but as Ron just said, he no sold them. Um. Vince is such a polarizing figure. I think the best way to put it is Vince McMahon, I feel like, in this industry, will be remembered like Hugh Hefner. People that like what he did will put him on a pedestal and talk about how great he did. However, you know that guy did some stuff. And you know that that guy did some stuff that you don't approve of and that... Frankly, are may are pretty heinous acts, but in the future, people will yeah butt him to greatness. Yeah, yeah, he did that, but you know, because at the end of the day, no one wants to remember or think about how the sauce is made. They just want to see the things that happened. And what's sad is great things usually come from trashy people. Um, I think he'll be remembered as for. Doing WrestleMania and making it this global phenomenon. Yes, wrestling existed in Japan and everywhere before Vince, but Vince did make wrestling a global phenomenon. Like, yeah, Anton Inoki was big in Japan, and some people in America knew who he was, but Hulk Hogan was known everywhere. I I think Vince will be remembered as a visionary for promotion. And for taking wrestling and making its own network and putting it on pay-per-view and all these things that he did to elevate it. And, but sadly, he he did some heinous stuff. And well,
0: I mean... I mean, another, another good example of that is actually like uh, currently right now, Ric Flair. Yeah. Um, everyone's like big upping, you know, his last match, his final match, Everyone's like, ah, oh, the the great one, the icon, Ric Flair, and everyone's just like, yeah, but
2: see, but like it's I, the same I thing. I understand both. I understand both sides of that, and that's a great point. Ace is that people look at or people want to remember. Things fondly, you know, they don't want to remember oh, yeah. what happened in the airplane in the plane ride from hell. Ric Flair, they want to remember Ric Flair, uh, uh, Ricky Steamboat in Chicago. They want to remember uh Macho Man Flair, WrestleMania, you know. So, I get it's his last match, so everyone's trying to remember the good times, but some of the bad times, like you said, some of the bad times are hard to forget for some people.
1: So how do you feel about um, Vince McMahon retiring Um, and his uh, legacy ace? The one suffering the most today. What was that? Oh, uh, how do you feel about Vince McMahon and his legacy? And how do you feel about his retirement and all of that?
0: So I'm I'm mixed on. I'm mixed on the 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 train of the Vince McMahon and everything like that. Because on the one hand, like, the dude had a legendary career. The dude created a legendary product, you know, gave us WrestleMania, gave us many greats, uh, you know, your, your Hogan's and, you know, the like. Uh, I mean, he didn't discover... Rick Flair but he was able to take Rick Flair's popularity and harness it, you know, and push it even greater. Um and so on the one hand like you know, it's sad to see him go because it's it's Vince, it's Vince WWE McMahon like on the other hand, I don't think any of us can try to hide the fact that we've talked about multiple times. On this podcast. That you know. We look forward to the day. That Vince does retire. So that way we could hopefully see a resurgence. In WWE programming. Um, and. With some of the. I don't want to call it fallout. But just you know kind of reactionary stuff. That's come out of. Vince's retirement. I feel like. We're getting that. Uh, The old guard is shifting out. The people that we, you know, we know know how to do stuff with the product is, you know, taking back over on things. And time will tell if that is actually a good thing. I imagine it will be. I I can't imagine, you know, for example, like Triple H taking back over as uh, head of talent, and here also head of creative. Um, I can't imagine that, that, that being a bad thing, but I mean, time will still tell, you know what I mean? Like, because right now everyone's got the reaction of Vince is gone. What are we going to do? And I'm hoping that at this critical point we're you know, at SummerSlam, we're basically halfway to the next mania. This will be the first pay-per-view or premium live event, depending on who you talk to or if your name's Ron. Um, this will be the first event that, I mean, Vince obviously still helped plan it. So it's still got like the Vince moniker on it. But like it's assumed, I, under- I would assume that like Vince won't be in Gorilla. You know, nothing has come out saying one way or another, but it's a decent assumption that Vince See, won't be in I'm Gorilla. Not
2: expecting, I'm not expecting much of a change from SummerSlam. I think the change will start to happen more after SummerSlam. um, Because, I mean, they already have so much stuff in play. It, it, it would almost be... Oh, if, if well, I show mean, tonight, yeah, like it, there's it, some it,
0: stuff... Sorry, I was... Go on.
2: No, go ahead, Ben. Go ahead.
0: I was just saying, like, yeah, like, like I said, like... SummerSlam was already set in stone. Clash of the Castle, not fully set in the stone, although I did hear a very hilarious uh, statistic for for Clash of the Castle, uh, which was the place is nearly sold out and they haven't even officially announced one match for it.
2: I mean, we're pretty certain it's going to be Drew and Roman.
0: Oh, I mean, like, that's like... The the writings you know on on the wall for that, but it's that that's the only speculated match. No other matches have been like made, and the uh, arena is already reporting that they've nearly sold out the arena. I don't know. That yeah. amuses me.
2: So, since we're already talking but about I guess post events, um, what do you guys think of Triple H taking over creative? It seems it seems like Kevin Dunn and Bruce Pritchard may be on their way out. Stephanie and Con Cosio, what do you what do you think realistically is coming from this?
1: Oh, could could I could I go back to the first question because I haven't answered that.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm I'm yeah, sorry, you haven't Ron. given I your thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey Ron, so what do you think, Ron? What do you think Vince is like,
0: <laughs> Ron? On this opinion podcast,
1: what's your opinion? Right. Um, hey Ron, hey so, Ron
2: you, you don't give opinions. So, you just answer questions, and you like it.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. So um, there, there is good and bad to it. Um, although, as you said, Jake, it's very polarizing because on one hand. This is the man who gave us WrestleMania. This is the one man who has started uh, a global wrestling revolution back in the days of like the old like territories like Vern and uh, Crockett and all of that. Um, The Von Erics. uh, He unified wrestling in a way that it's most digestible for anyone of all ages. And they create a spectacle, that which is uh, WrestleMania, where even to this day, um, other other wrestling shows will piggyback off of that uh, to gain at least a modicum of recognition that uh, WWE has had. They've done uh, massive amounts of charity work. They've done massive amounts of uh, like Make-A-Wish. Uh, even though I don't agree with uh, the Komen Foundation, they have engaged in that. Um, they are at the for like at the forefront of philanthropy in in wrestling, and you know there is a lot to be admired. Oh, correct me if am
0: wrong. Wasn't a lot of the fill in tham, fill in thramp, fill in, the good stuff, uh, like pushed by Stephanie?
1: Yeah, but you know Stephanie wouldn't have had that sort of uh, drive without. Possibly Vince is okay because Vince has his finger in everything. Anything mm-hmm. you could, anything that you could attribute to the WWE, it has passed through uh, Vince's, oh, yeah. uh, Vince's claws. So you do have to give thanks to Vince. You do have to give him his respect uh, for creating the powerhouse, which is WWE. And you like genuinely, you have to thank him and you have to recognize the work that he has done, the work that he has put in, uh, the work that a lot of a lot of people with the passion of wrestling have profited off of. Um, so you do have to give him his flowers there. With that being said, he practically embezzled fourteen million dollars to keep uh, to keep sexual assault to like a, as a now, whisper.
0: Did he embezzle it, or did it come out of his personal fundings?
1: Uh, it was personal fundings, however uh and I talked about this with my accountant friend because he paid off employees of a company that he owns um with NDAs based off of a uh, company like contracts that it is technically company funding and he didn't count that even I though suppose. it was his personal like no it's law <laughs> so this is the biggest thing that has come out um, I think within the last couple of days because, yeah, if it was personal funds, by by all means, you do what you want because that's something that no one could, uh, I guess, like, take regulation on. However, the fact that he paid off company employees um, with money that, like, he got from his company, that that is a completely different story because then you get into embezzlement because that it wasn't well, the, claimed the now your th- thing
0: there though is like saying like did he specifically with the 14 million he gave it was that specifically from the company or was that, or was that from investment like it gets tricky where that 14 million came from
1: no no it's it's not tricky at all
0: well that's Be- like saying like you know, all I paid for my McDonald's with company money. Did, did I, or did I pay it with money that I got outside of the company? Like, that's what I'm more meaning is how do we know that that 14 million was specifically from I'll, WWE? i like- put it
1: like this. Um, if those, if, if the women that he tried to silence, uh, were not employees at the time and he paid them hush money, then yeah, that, that wouldn't be an issue because, uh, they're no longer employed with the WWE, but the fact that they were employed with the WWE, the fact that they were also given installments of, like, let's say we'll give you five, like, half a mil here, and then we'll also give you twenty, uh, two hundred thousand for the next like five years or something. Uh, that is technically a payment. That is a payment done by the CEO of a company that is currently employing you. Therefore, that money should be counted in in their uh accounting. I so, guess I'm
0: I I am the first to admit I'm not qualified enough to uh speak on this. Well,
1: yeah, no, like I I reached out to a friend of mine who is uh helping me right now with a like a personal issue uh that I have going on. I think uh I already talked to Jake about it. But uh Oh, you
0: had the NDA too? Oh,
1: no, 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 no this is like this is legit like I'm coming after someone. Um
0: No, I understand.
1: But uh the money that he used ultimately was based off of company decision. Mm-hmm. And because of that, because it wasn't counted uh, in like their quarterly statements, their yearly statements, uh, some could say that is embezzlement of that money to keep those women silent. Now, with that being the case, someone base someone in his camp told him, Hey, because the money even though it was came from your pocket which I mean a lot of people don't know it. I didn't even know it until I like asked around like what's what's the deal over here because uh, there's a lot of things being thrown around. This is the mm-hmm. reason why he decided to retire and the reason why he will not be in Gorilla for Madison Square Garden, the reason why he will not be at SummerSlam and the reason why he will probably never step foot in the WWE or wrestling in general is because he had committed a federal crime. Now, because he retired, they can't go after him. They could go after the company, but they can't go after him at, at this point. So th- so him retiring, I believe, is a way to save himself. Because you could just go at the WWE and they're like, okay, yeah, here's the money, whatever, call it a day. But you go after a person for that, that will... That will create a huge detriment to anything and everything that's going on in your life. So he made a great legal move by retiring thus alleviating allegation or thus alleviating a uh, punishment from him to the company that is now helmed by his daughter and, uh, and associate in Nick Khan. Right. Um, so, like I said, give the flowers. Vince McMahon created amazing characters. He gave us a childhood. He he gave us John Cena. He gave us The Undertaker. He gave us the people that we know and love to this day. He gave us Stone Cold. He gave us The Rock. The reason why The Rock is on, on like movies these days, the reason why he's on DC's Super Pets with uh, Kevin Hart smacking each other in the face with tortilla with tortillas. It's because of Vince. So we have to give Vince his due, but also we must not forget that he did very, very heinous things with that 13, I believe the $13.4 million um, yeah. with sexual assault. And that cannot be ignored. And for that, I am glad that he is now leaving wrestling, that he will have, hopefully he will have nothing to do with, with wrestling from that day forward. Because there was no room for any of that. In any sort of. Uh, in, in, in any sort of job. In any sort of career. in it, It's not morally right. It was not morally right. And therefore he should be punished. To the fullest extent of the law. But because it was. WWE money. He's pretty much going to get a slap on the wrist.
0: I mean, he is, they can say that it was his, but I mean, he's being forced re- to retire. Like anybody yeah. that tells you that, oh no, he's just doing this of his own. For li-, no, no, this no. Is, he, somebody this told, is, told him, this bro. This
1: is illegal. Like you, like you retire. Cause if you, you don't retire, things are going to come down really yeah. hard.
0: So everyone going like, oh, he just realized <laughs> it was his time. He's 77. No.
1: No, he would have gone to one hundred and fifty, but the the long the long schlong of the law, it'll get you.
0: It'll get you, and <laughs> I advise my client to.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I wonder if he's going to hire David Atunga. No, um, <laughs> I, shouldn't make, <laughs> I shouldn't even make light of that. Um, but before we like really wind down. What do we all think about this new regime of Stephanie McMahon, Nick Khan, um, Triple H, and hopefully, and, you know, even though I don't wish, um, like, someone getting fired other than Nia Jax, hopefully, uh, Kevin Dunn stepping down. What do we think about that? (sighs) Which I think that was uh, Jake's question, right?
0: Yeah, I think Jake was asking about the new regime.
1: Yeah yeah what, what do we think okay oh, do, you, like, do you
0: have an answer jake or do you want us to answer
1: oh
2: no i I'll, I'll go first that's that's completely fine um yeah i think with most of this situation there's uh good and bad um i think i i, I think the the best case scenario is you know they kind of turn WWE and, to a mix of what it is with what Triple H did in NXT, um, giving people matches, uh, trying to create different storylines for different characters, um, stretching out storylines so we're not getting the same matches for three weeks in a row and then also on a pay-per-view. But I do worry that getting rid of events and setting stuff up like this I I beat this drum over and over again. Now, now with Vince not there, they could be looking to sell. Um, I still think. Uh,
0: I mean, has hasn't been that been a rumor for forever though?
1: Stocks have raised.
0: like nine nine percent. They're the highest in yes. three years.
1: Yeah.
2: Yes. Stocks have raised. He's out. They have a new regime in. Like, uh, listen. I have stated for a while that I think they are trying to sell. Um, And I think with Vince out, it's more likelier than ever. And if that happens, then we're looking at it from the rose-colored glasses of we remember what NXT was and be like, oh, think if Triple H does that, but with like these guys, you know? But then what if they sell it to somebody? And we saw what happened with WCW when you have people that aren't wrestling people trying to run a wrestling show. It could not be good. So, I hope uh, Triple H, Steph, uh, whoever they get in a creative position, I hope they elevate the product. I hope they modernize the product more so than anything. Because I think the number one problem with wrestling was Vince, as big of a genius as he was, he was reactionary in the 90s. They, their ratings went low. So, he was just like, oh, what's everybody doing? And he went, uh, you know, Jerry Springer wrestling, basically then he reverted back to the eighties and money has kept going up. So he hasn't changed, but television has changed. Storylines are more complex, more structured and wrestling hasn't had to because they're still making money. So I, I hope more so than anything, they adapt to the change of television and try to actually give us somewhat more complex wrestling stories. What do you guys think? Well,
0: the only reason I'm not a hundred percent on the, the, they're prepping to sell thing is if they were prepping to sell, if this was already something that was like in the behind the scene works or whatever, like that, then they wouldn't be worrying about handing the company to like direct descendants for lack of a better word, like with your trips and your steps and stuff. Um, I mean, if uh, Shane hadn't thrown that fit a while back and tried to book himself in, I feel like he would have been in that na- those you know hand me downs as well.
1: Have you seen the reports on that, by the way?
0: No, I haven't. Yes.
1: Um, they're saying that Vince did not want Shane back in. The, like he was quoted saying, "As long as I am still in charge, you will not receive another pop in the WWE." And he told that to Shane.
0: Oh, and guess who's not in charge anymore?
1: Right. But here's the second part of this. Apparently, there's no love lost between Stephanie and Shane. Like they apparently that
0: doesn't shock me. (laughs) They they
1: haven't they haven't talked in a while. I think the last thing is that trips showed up for Shane's like Shane's kids graduation or something like that. But, you know, keep it cordial, keep it family. But when it comes down to business, Stephanie has cut. Shane completely off.
0: Interesting. Not that I not that I'm over here hoping to see Shane again, but Right. My my point is if they were if they were planning to sell, if that's in the cards they wouldn't be worrying about filling seats because they know they're just going to hand it off to a new company. That's going to fill those seats. Mm -hmm.
2: But here's the thing. When you're selling to a new company, you don't want the company you're selling to look unstable. If you have seats open, it's like, Oh, does no one want that job? Whereas now you have a, yes. But my point is
0: like, I guess what I'm saying is they wouldn't do the co CEO thing. Maybe like, if they were planning to sell, they'd just be like, all right, cool. This is the CEO, uh, Steph, you can do talent. Like they would just kind of like just kind of place people. Uh, you know, Kevin Dunn wouldn't be looking to to leave because if they were just going to go under new management, he would just work for that new management. I think that he's gotten so content as you know, events, yes, man. That now it's starting to come together like, oh, I might I might not have a guaranteed job anymore because. You know, I'm
1: Becky Lynch is unattractive.
0: Yes, like among other hot takes. But uh, I guess my (laughs) point is, like, if if they were looking to sell. They would not be putting so much stock and I use that since we just talked about like stock price, they wouldn't be depending so much stock in specifically who's taking over because it would be irrelevant in a f- couple of months. Plus who would who, like, who takes, who sees a CEO that had a, a scandal basically that forced him out. And is like, we should buy that. They have the best reputation right now.
1: Well, you buy, like, you buy low and you sell high, but unfortunately the, the stock the is now increasing is, the stock
0: is not the yeah. stock is high like
1: because people anticipate this is this is the time yeah, yeah, it, yeah technically it is like if you're gonna purchase the wwe
0: time is now
1: time the time is now john cena it's my time Ooh. triple h
0: Ooh. i would not be shocked to see at an event coming up maybe not SummerSlam, but it would not shock me if they bring back John to do a little mini feud with theory.
1: Uh, I hope not.
0: Because, because, sure. and this is the last thing that we'll talk about. Uh, I, I hope not. Well, this is to be the last thing we talk about because we can't go too long. We, I'm 90% sure. That we're okay, but there's a decent chance that our main event this Saturday is uh, under scrutiny.
1: Oh, because of uh, Brokis Lesnus.
0: Because Brokis Lesnus apparently is also a Vince boy and was not pleased with it. Mm-hmm. Which also Leon lends credence to the whole like Vince isn't choosing to retire; he's been t- being told to retire because that's why some of these wrestlers are like. Speaking out
2: from um, from what I've read is it seems that they've smoothed things over with Brock, I guess at least through SummerSlam it's just once well, they SummerSlam got him. they've over, advertised
0: him too much
2: well yeah, but once uh SummerSlam's over, then it becomes is he gonna walk away or what's gonna happen
0: yeah i I don't know which. I am not the
2: biggest Brock Lesnar fan, so if you told me he was going to walk away, I'd be fine with that. However, I do see financial value in Brock, so I do understand why they would maybe want to continue to smooth it over with him and try to, moving forward, you know, have a better relationship with Brock so that he would be more likely to come back for you know big events.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That I can understand so. That. Oh. So with the news that Brock may or may not be out, um, even 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 before all this went down, I didn't have a good feeling that Brock was going to uh, be going home champ. So who do you who who's who's next to step up to the table to
2: be champ no or one to, like face to, to the
0: tribal chief?
2: Well, I mean, to face I think the it's travel chief. Drew McIntyre at uh, Clash of the Castle. If you're asking me who the next you're champ gonna is... You're
1: going to have many failed attempts until it's Rhodes. Yeah, no, it's, it's 100% Rhodes. Yeah,
0: I mean, I know that they're basically stalling till, till Rhodes, but, like, how do you keep it fresh, even though we know that, like, Roman's upcoming schedule is, like, minimal?
1: Feed him champ, um, feed him, like him, him returning... Returning yeah. uh, Johnny Gargano. Yeah,
0: uh, <laughs>
1: bring Adam so well. Cole back. <laughs> he hasn't been on TV in a while. Let's do it. <laughs> There's been a
0: lot of people that haven't been on um, TV in a while. All, be- all, all,
1: all the all the uh, the Trips fans, they're gonna come back. They're gonna come back. They're gonna be like, "Oh, Trips is in. He- he's he's now main roster. Oh boy, I might have a payday."
2: I think since they've already started bouncing back and forth between shows, I think you're going to get some of the people from Raw challenging Roman. I think you're going to get a Lashley, um, maybe maybe Agent. I
1: want let Woodsy have a spot. I want Woodsy to have a spot, dude. I yeah, wish, like,
2: I, <laughs> I wish, I wish. He doesn't even have to win. I would just like that because uh, the promos yeah, would be I, so much fun. I,
1: yeah. That would be nice, but yeah, no. Uh I I genuinely don't see anyone that could I see nothing but transitions until until the prodigal son of the WWE returns.
0: Yep. Oh, uh, I mean I'm absolutely but So
2: they've been hyping for weeks. Will Austin Theory cash in? So fellas do you think Austin Theory
0: will actually cash in at SummerSlam?
1: Yeah, I think he'll cash in. Really, Do you I think he'll I can see success? him
0: cash in I, because ca- because he'll
1: cash in, but it's not it's not going to be successful.
0: Well, no, 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 no. Actually, and I think we made this point in our private chat, uh, group chat that he will cash in, and it will be because the the Brock Roman match is a last man standing match. And uh, I think this is my prediction that Brock and Roman will beat each other to a pulp. They'll both be going down and like being down for like a 10 count and it'll hit like eight or nine and theory will run out. He'll cash in. They'll still be down. You know, he'll be added to the match. They'll still be down for a 10 count and he beats both of them. Possibly.
2: Possibly. I could and that
0: way, no one was pinned. they didn't beat Roman. They didn't pin Roman.
2: I could also but. see for a big pop of the night is he does what you're saying, hands in the briefcase gets added to the match, and they go nine, and then Roman and Brock both sit up, and then it's like, and then it's just the look on theory's face like, oh, I actually now have to compete in this match. Yeah. And then it's Brock and Roman just pinatoing the theory all over Nashville.
0: Now that would also be fun for me personally. Yes. But that my prediction is that's how he's going to win the the uh last man standing match.
2: I I mean, I so. can see that. I just I don't know. Like it would be a good twist, but at the same time it's it would just It would, it would just be weird to put the title in theory now, you know? Yeah. But I mean, if you want to switch it up, there it is.
0: True, true, true. There it is. All right. I think that's going to be our show. Uh, Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, Very insightful stuff. I think we, we busted out on both ROH and uh, Vince and, you know, so on and such. Is there any final things you guys want to say?
1: I'm excited for Stephanie, Nick, and, uh, and Trips. I hope they have a really long career doing what they do. And if, uh, if NXT is a kind of like a benchmark for what Trips could do with amazing talent, then, uh, the WWE is about to enter another heyday. And I am all for one, like, I am so excited to see what the WWE uh, is going to do. in fact, like right after this, I'm going to start like working on, uh, well, I got to start working on my con, which is this weekend. And then uh, I'm going to be watching Raw and see what's going on there.
0: Very cool. Very cool uh all right everybody uh take care hug your kids watch wrestling there's a chance it'll get good make sure to follow us on all our socials uh i am a it's a- a- C- card you got jake at jacob you got ron at I am Raunchy. uh follow us follow at quick pop cast that's also a good place we typically We'll tweet often about uh, major events, live tweets on stuff. Me and Jake will not be live tweeting SummerSlam, though, because we'll be at SummerSlam. So look forward to that. There might be several bonus episodes coming along this week. So keep an eye out for that. And uh, oh, just also, in general. Also, Ace, so.
2: also Ace if anyone's going to be at uh, SummerSlam or StarCast that weekend, uh, hit us up on social media. We'd love to hang out with y'all. We're, we're going to be at a bunch of the shows that weekend. uh uh-huh. So come say hi!
0: Oh, absolutely. So. Oh, and also, care, really.
1: um, if you are at Medessa Anime uh, this weekend, uh, and you want to talk to me about wrestling or anime or even the naughty or looter stuff, please feel free. Uh, hit us up, hit me up, and then uh, I'll be glad to talk with y'all. So, I mean, you you guys can't be the only ones that are gonna be hanging out with people uh during this weekend. I want to hang out oh, with I, people too. Absolutely,
0: go <laughs> hang out with Ron too. Yeah, hang out with me. I'm gonna go
1: ride horses. <laughs> Hey, if you're going to the
2: con, hang out with Ron. If you're going to like StarCast events in SummerSlam, hang out with us. It's a good yeah. time no matter where you're at.
1: All right, everybody. All three of us are going to be super busy. It's great. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right.
0: Take it easy. Enjoy your week. We're almost out of summer. Uh, stay cool, everybody. It's hot out there. And take it easy. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. Have you heard about Freddy Freaker, the dancing new sensation? He's grabbing the nation, and he's doing the freak. Call now, 1-900-490-FREAK.
0: Make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias, including Twitter at QuickPopCast, Facebook at the Quick Pop Podcast, and Instagram as well at the Quick Pop Podcast. Any of those are great ways to reach out to the host of the show, and we'd love to talk to you as well. We are constantly speaking on current events and would love to hear your opinions on stuff too, so get in touch with us today.